Hey, this is Dave Wonders, host of Dave Wonders, and I love conversations, whether it's with local pastors, artists, filmmakers, authors, random people from the community, any opportunity to sip a cup of coffee and have a good conversation. So sit back and relax. For more conversations like this one, you can visit our website, thepulse.mn, or you can tune in weekdays from 2 to 6 Central at 104.3 The Pulse in central Minnesota or online at thepulse.mn. You are listening to 104.3 The Pulse, and we are in the month of October, which, if you haven't heard, is Pastor Appreciation Month. And so I've been talking to a lot of pastors and asking them the question, how do you feel about Pastor Appreciation Month? And in studio, I've got Larry Cutzler. How you doing, Larry? I'm doing wonderful. I love Pastor Appreciation Month. Now, you, tell us about your history of pastoring. How how many years have you pastored, and, and what's your, your well, status? Well, I pastored there? about 30 years, different variety of, uh, mostly urban, though, down in the city, not far from the uh, George Floyd Memorial mm-hmm. on 38th in Chicago. Uh, it's, it was an exciting time. It really, it really was. A lot of good things happening and people coming to know the Lord. Families looking for new uh, you know, direction and whatever. So, yeah, and a multicultural church, which is, you know, kind of rare these days. Yeah. So it was fun. So, so how do you feel about Pastor Appreciation Month? Because I've talked to pastors and some of them, they feel a little uncomfortable with it. And some of them, you know, because I'll, I'll say this, pastors do not get honored and appreciated enough. And they deserve uh, to be blessed yeah. because of what they're pouring themselves out doing all the time. That having been said, I don't pastors don't love to be like in the spotlight all the time. Or if they do, that's not necessarily a... well. Some do, of <laughs> course. Some like the spotlight, but most of us don't. Yeah, you know. And uh, it's nice actually to be uh, friendly and you know uh, nice to our pastor all year round. Yeah, not just on October. But it's nice to know from time to time that, hey, what you do makes sense. When I was pastoring and preaching every Sunday, I would go home during the week and I would build a fence or something similar Mm -hmm. because I could look back at that fence after how many hours of building it and say, hey, I did something. I can see it. You don't always see that when you're preaching. You you might, you might, but, but sometimes it's years and years down the road. So what is something about being a, a pastor that the average congregant doesn't understand? That either the, the burden that they carry or the work that they do, because, you know, the, the classic is, oh, you guys only work on Sundays. <laughs> yeah, I had a neighbor that said that. Why are you so tired? You only, you're only work an hour on Sunday. I go, yeah, right. But help us get inside the, the yeah. life of a pastor, what they're going through, what they're carrying week to week. I think from week to week, I think the, the hard part is, we weren't trained, for most part, weren't trained for some of the problems that are now facing the American family. The culture has gone spiraling down, mm. and we never dealt with anything like transgender children in Christian homes and things like that. I mean, how do you, how do you deal with that? How do you counsel people? I mean, we're used to things like suicide and whatever because those were kind of normal things we were trained to do. But some of the stuff that's happening today in culture, we were not. So there's a, a burden of inadequacy, first of all. And I think we feel like the, the job is never done. You're constantly going to the Scripture to find something because you've got sermons and Bible studies. 
And it does take away uh, time from the family. Yeah. And uh, the biggest mistake I made, the ministry was my mistress. And that mistress uh, did some damage to my marriage in the early years. Because my wife would say, hey, I didn't marry the church. I married you. Yeah. Come on, buddy. As Get a, with it. As a pastor's kid, you go to all the services and all the Bible stuff, like all the stuff. And uh, you, you're just kind of luggage that gets carried around from thing to thing. There's a there's a book that um, uh, Barnabas Piper wrote called The Pastor's Kid. And in it, he interviews and has all these, these dialogues with all these pastor's kids. And it's fascinating because a bunch of them end up in ministry and a bun- bunch of them end up as far from church as you can possibly get. And uh, that is a really tough thing as a, as a pastor because – uh, John writes in the beginning of that book, like this was a hard book for me to read and process through and, and reflect back on my my life in ministry and the effect that it had on my kids. Well, that is very true. I think one of the things that people don't realize is pastors don't have any real friends. Uh, if they do, they're not friends in the congregation. They're friends miles and miles away. Part of that is due to the fact that we're always on a pedestal. Mm-hmm. And we certainly don't want people to know our see our warts, right? So we've we've all we're always kind of like in this theater. You come into the church, well, you're the pastor. You've got to be perfect. You've got to say things right, do things right, look right, so forth. And that's unrealistic. Because pastors are no different than any congregate member. Yes, they have a role to play, no question. Mm-hmm. But they're not perfect. There's no perfect church, no perfect theology, and no perfect pastor. And when I began to realize that, I started to become myself. And, you know, I'm kind of goofy. <laughs> and But uh, people liked it because I was real. And I think that's a really healthy place to be. Yeah. Because you don't need to, to feel like, what I need to put on a different hat right. now. I need to be a different person and, and maintain that balancing act. When you can be genuine and when you can be open about what you're going through with people, then you, you get closer to people. You have better relationship with people. Yeah, that's for sure. Hey, this is Dave Wonders, host of Dave Wonders on the Pulse Podcast Network. Here at the Pulse, we are passionate about music with a message. For Central Minnesota. We want to cultivate within each listener a deeper desire to know and follow Jesus Christ. You can listen to us anytime online at thepulse.mn or at 104.3 The Pulse if you live in Central Minnesota. Now let's dive back into the conversation. I want to tell you one story. I do a lot of podcasting and radio shows in my in my past. And I had an African-American pastor, a good friend, come, and he was doing a radio show. And when I first met him, he drove up to the studio in this beautiful, brand-new BMW. I said, whoa, where did that come from? He goes, congregation gave it to me. Really? Holy cow. (laughs) Well, then the next couple of weeks went by, and he drove up in a brand-new Denali. And I go, whoa, what is this? He goes, well, the congregation had a recent appreciation for Pastor Day, and I got this. And I said to him, I got to get me one of those urban churches. <laughs> so this is a good transition as we're talking about uh, pastor appreciation and ways to honor your pastor. Now, 
you might not be able to afford to buy your pastor a BMW or a Denali, but uh, what are what what are some things that maybe uh, you've been on the receiving end of, or you know a pastor that's been on the receiving end of that have been a blessing to them? Because there's always that question of what can we do for our pastor that's that's different than what we've done before, or that's actually going to be blessing and not just a token thing. Well, it depends on you know if we're talking money or just you know cards with gift cards and that sort of thing, which is probably uh, useful, certainly. But I think giving the pastor and a pastor's wife uh, a getaway, send them somewhere, mm-hmm. which is not just, you know, down to Brainerd. <laughs> or, <laughs> we love or, Brainerd. Or St. Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Minneapolis. But send them someplace where they could really enjoy themselves. Or if you really want to keep it spiritual, send them to Israel mm. if they've not been there. And that's a great trip. Yeah, it's going to cost the congregation a few bucks, but hey, is it worth it? I think so. Keep the guy and the gal happy Mm. because they're important people in your life and in the life of the community. So yeah, things like that. Other than that, you know, I don't know. I I guess I always like to go out and eat to a nice place. So gift cards like that would be nice. Yeah. Well, and this is going to sound really cheesy and, and super spiritual, but praying for your pastor on a regular basis. <laughs> that could be an important, useful thing. Cheesy. Holy cow. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> yeah. I think that, you know, your, your pastor, whether you realize it or not, yeah. they're taking a lot of hits. Yeah, they are. Every single week. And sometimes from, you know, the enemy and sometimes from congregants. Yeah. And so they need all the support that they can get. So it's not just, hey, uh, I remember my pastor in prayer, you know, every night or whatever, but then letting them know that you're praying for them and that you've got their back. Yeah. And the person that really needs a lot of accolades, in my opinion, is the wife. Mm. Because it's easy for it's it's easy for uh, the pastor to get the accolades, but not so much the, the wife. And the wife really needs to have, uh, you know, she's an important part of his life, of his ministry, of the ministry of the church. And we're always looking at the pastor. Mm-hmm. Well, that's I fine. I get that. But it's the wife that yeah. really needs some help. Help in terms of uh, appreciation. So it is Pastor Appreciation Month. Again, do something for your, your pastor. Um, and then don't limit that just to October, too. <laughs> Feel free to bless them, honor them, cherish them all year round. Hey, do they have an announcer month? Where we appreciate announcers and radio stations. I, we'll what? do it. We'll do it in November. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Larry. Thanks for listening to Dave Wonders. You can find more episodes of Dave Wonders on the website, thepulse.mn, or any place you get your podcasts.